Live from the JSA Podcast Studio, presenting Data Movers, showcasing the leaders behind the headlines in the telecom and data center infrastructure industry. Welcome, welcome, everybody. This is Data Movers. I'm your host, Jamie Scott Okataya, founder and CEO of JSA, along with my fabulous co-host, you know him well, the top B2B social influencer in our space, Mr. Evan Christel. Hey, Evan. Hey, everyone. Hey, Jamie. How are you? Really good. Really good. Just got good, back from- Good, good, good. Uh, yeah, I just got back from ITW, International Telecoms Week. So much going on in our industry and, and so glad to get home, too. It's exhausting, exhausting. Well, it is it is exhausting, but we've been doing this for a couple of years. We can't give up now. So no. Data yeah. Movers is where we sit down with the most influential men and women of today's leading telco and data center world, supporting the next generation of network requirements. And speaking of which, uh, I think you're an Apple fan girl. Isn't that right, Jamie? You know it. You know it. Apple all the way. <laughs> well, you know, they've just Jeff just passed or on the verge of passing three trillion dollars in market capitalization, which is bigger than the GDP of many small countries, bigger than Incredible. the stock market of the combined stocks of the United Kingdom. I mean, it really is something to behold. And uh, there's even, I think you're a little bit responsible for that over the years, right? Maybe 1%. <laughs> I was just maybe thinking, I better, I better calm down my Apple purchases. <laughs> <laughs> and they have the big WWDC, Worldwide Developers Conference, next month, uh, a couple weeks away, yeah, where they anticipate the at Apple Glasses, the which would be, going. the buzz is there. You know, people like you love creating the buzz, but they got to deliver on the products. Do you think you'd wear Apple Glasses? You, have you ever worn a VR headset? I have, I have. Um, and, and then once was enough. Was that was that the point? <laughs> you know, my my husband gets really into it. I'm a little bit of like, okay, five minutes, good, you know. But <laughs> um, <laughs> but my friend wore um, his glasses. What were they? Google maybe um, into a into a. Um, a concert that didn't they all like mm. took your cell phones and so he was able to like take some pictures without anyone realizing that it was on his glasses so i mean technology is cool it's out there there's there are uses for it um but i'm excited about the watch what is it uh os 10 and the new macbook air that's that's going to come yeah out, i've so. got my watch here i'm on my macbook now so we're going to have uh, a pretty good time watching along but to support all of that tech, you need a lot of connectivity, a lot of broadband. So let's get into it. You know it. So back to Data Movers, guys. And actually, I'm really excited to welcome our next guest. She is such an incredible mover shaker in our industry. And I was able to see her last week at ITW. Even in passing, it was so quick. But I'm so excited to have her back here to, to really get the scoop of bringing here into our Data Movers today is Miss Jezebel Gilmore, Chief Commercial Officer at ConnectBase. Hey, Jezebel. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Evan. Hi there. We are so excited to have you. And and like we, we were two ships passing, you know, that hallway. It's always like, ah, I want to see you and say more. And then we're whisked on to other meetings. So thank you for taking the time right here today. There's so much we have to cover, too. Of course, uh, it's wonderful to see you uh, in the hallway at ITW as many thousands of other people. Um, but it's lovely to be able to come to Data Movers and sit down and have a chat today. Yeah, I heard 6,000 plus people um, at ITW wow. is 
Yeah, our industry is back full force for sure. And ConnectBase just announcing huge news with the acquisition of LMX. So can you tell us a little bit about this acquisition, how it strengthens ConnectBase's platform, The Connected World? Of course. Um, well, and it's my pleasure to be talking about ConnectBase. Um, for many of you that know ConnectBase, um, we are a industry-leading marketplace that really enables the digitization and automation of connectivity commerce. Um, you know, what, what does that mean? That means that we allow we build a rich ecosystem that allows network buyers and sellers to conduct business with each other, utilizing our powerful location uh, data and insight to empower our customers to transact with each other, utilizing digitized quoting, um, ordering uh, process, to allow them to increase revenue and profit margin. And so coming back to talk about the acquisition of LMX, right? They are similar to ConnectBase, but in EMEA, uh, in Europe, and having them be a part of the ConnectBase ecosystem um, really allows ConnectBase to become the largest connected global API ecosystem for all the telecom service providers. And mm. so that allows us to show over 2 billion global locations um, for our connected ecosystem members, that's the buyers and sellers, to be able to look for last mile and middle mile connectivity services for serviceability, pricing, uh, and even to place orders through the marketplace. How incredible. That's fantastic. And I'm a huge fan of ConnectBase, and not just because you're headquartered here in Massachusetts, where all the wicked smart uh, people uh, are based, (laughs) Um, but also, you know, the uh, going international is always exciting for a younger company. So you hired a new VP of sales for EMEA. Tell us about your plans for growth there. Oh, absolutely. So we brought in uh, Edison Smith to come and help lead our EMEA growth. And Edison is a 20-year veteran in uh, with special skills to grow disrupt- disruptive growing companies in the telecommunications industry. And that truly brings value to ConnectBase's customers and LMX's customers with a insightful sales process and support ongoing. Um, I think that will benefit both the company and as well as our customer base going forward. Uh, and, and you know, the, the story with ConnectBase is one of just incredible transformative growth, growth, growth. I know last year, incredible year you guys had. I don't know, 2023 is uh, already incredible. But back in February 2022, I remember you guys rebranding from Connected to Fiber to ConnectBase. Beautiful mm-hmm. rebrand, by the way. And in October 2022, ConnectBase raised $22 million, right, in uh, Series C funding yes. led by Digital Bridge Ventures, always there to support our industry. What do you attribute your company's current growth to? Oh, 
<laughs> there are so many different things that contributes to the growth of ConnectBase. I think, um, to me, one is the the vision that Ben Edmund, our CEO and founder, had for the industry, knowing that automation and digitization is the key for effective communication and commerce between the different service providers within our industry. And two, the digital transformation across the globe from every enterprise um, in, that not only needs to transform themselves, but relies on the underlying network services to actually transform. You know, what? how could you transform digitally without getting the data from one place to another? So the growth of the telecommunications industry is paramount to, to the success of digital transformation and um, the need to digitally transform our own industry in support of the growth of our industry uh, is another factor. Um, and then of course, having that growth funding uh, to support the scale up um, journey of ConnectBase is all contributing to our success. Fantastic. So we haven't been introduced before this call. So I, I checked you out on LinkedIn and you were prior to ConnectBase with a founding member of Network as a Service Provider Packet Fabric, who I remember well. Um, and your, your resume really is, it reads like a who's who in our industry, which is amazing, uh, especially considering how few women there are in leadership roles, to be, to be frank. Um, so tell us about your journey before ConnectBase. Well, um, thank you very much. And I was going to say that uh, what you see on there also shows a lot of stumbling um, and trials and tribulations through uh, a career. And I got to say that as a woman, um, I'm told that I have thick skin and, you know, <laughs> and I do. Um, but also, I have very thin skin, by the way. So be, be careful. <laughs> Very sensitive. Well, you Very probably sensitive. have better skin than me. <laughs> <laughs> it must be all the skin product I've been using. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's the resiliency uh, of every individual and every time that I fail. Uh, and there's there has been a lot of failures in my career, you know, I got up and did it again until I was successful. And that is what really helps to build the confidence, right? It's not that I was success the first time, but that I didn't succeed the first time, but I continued at it. And I think that um, really is what helped me to get to where I am today. Well, that's such a great message, you know, the way you, you put that. And if I ever need to apply for a job again, I'm totally going to use that word for word because it was very, <laughs> very powerful. Jamie? Yeah, yeah resiliency. Uh, spoken, resiliency, uh, yes. Yeah, spoken as, a, as the true leader you are. And talking about your leadership roles, you've been uh, across organizations such as GTT, IX Reach, now PCCW Console Connect. 
Nanog, of course. Why did you decide to make that jump to one of our favorite companies, ConnectBase? Um, because I truly love the industry and I believe that ConnectBase is doing something that is truly needed and beneficial for the industry as a whole um, in order for the industry to function more effectively and in an optimized fashion, we need to go through the automation, the digitization journey, the digital transformation journey. And um, ConnectBase has built a platform in support of that for the different service providers to be working with each other. I truly believe that the success of the telecommunications industry relies on the collaboration of an open-mindedness of all the different players. And in order for that to happen, there has to be a platform like ConnectBase. And, you know, and Ben's done a phenomenal job in bringing the technology and the ecosystem members, members together. And so I'm here to help them scale that up and bring it to market. And globally. Uh-huh. Absolutely, yeah. for sure. Which is mind blowing with that that latest acquisition, your your latest uh, hires. I mean, un- unbelievable. Two billion, two billion. That's incredible. So well done. Yeah. So already. So yeah, absolutely. Congratulations on that. So you have a great track record of transformation in organizations and helping businesses with growth. And you know we're in a difficult time. Uh, a lot of change. A lot of uncertainty and risk. So what do you advise to have to your your peers, other senior level leaders, executives uh, on leading teams to be successful through turbulent times? Great question. That's a great question. And I'm going to say that for every challenge, there's an opportunity. And so in the most challenging times, that means there's most number of opportunities as well. And I truly believe that the companies are made with people and we have built a super strong team in support of the scale-up. We're no longer a startup, we are scale-up now. And in order to truly scale, everyone on the team has to be rolling towards the same direction together. and. That realize that requires everyone to be highly communicative, open-minded, and really in support of the company's vision and objectives, not just their own. In you know, building a team of A players is crucial, and there's a lot of talent out in the market in this world, and we're just in the process of building the best team to deliver the best service to our customer base. Yeah, so well said. And when there's rocky times as well as good times, there's nothing like, you know, the family that you create with with your work colleagues and knowing we all have each other's backs, you know, it's a crazy time, but we can see it through together. I love it. All right, so this is one of my favorite parts where we uh, we end our, our data movers with a few rapid-fire fun facts about you. So tell us the first thing that comes to mind. Evan, you want to kick it off with our silly questions? 
Yeah, favorite way to start your day, and I'm guessing there's coffee involved, but I'm I'm being presumptuous Ooh. here. So, what is your favorite way to start on the yoga mat? <laughs> wow. uh, so, I love yoga, and it helps you start the day um, with a whole new mindset. So, yeah, and ex- I'm, exercise. I'm right there with you. Sun salutations just calm me down. All right, favorite place to travel. Ooh, home. <laughs> yeah, it's a rarity these days now that we're all back on, on the event circuit. Yeah. Um, well, it, you know, yeah, like you said, we're, we are traveling so much. So uh, I love going home, but I guess anywhere new, I love going to new places and I love seeing um, people. I love anywhere there's friends and uh, that's new. I, love learning and seeing new people. I love it. Absolutely. One day I want to be like Jamie and travel to Monte Carlo and uh, Nice and Cannes and all these places. But <laughs> until then, we'll just have uh, to make do with Worcester. And the toddler has Martin. cooled down my jets just a little. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing, you, you know, if you do yoga early in the morning, are you an early bird or a night owl? Both. Um, well, I'm a mom. <laughs> I'm a mom and, you know, I'm an entrepreneur and you got to take whatever that you have available. So I don't really get to choose. I'm both. You you work late and you work early to make sure that you can accommodate um, everyone and everything that you want to do. Oh, I hear that. I hear that. <laughs> I'm like, please, what is that? It's like a mirage for me lately. Um, okay, I must so, be the odd man out here. I get my 12 hours a night. You're uh, like, I'm know. done. I go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's let's rewind the clock to Jezebel in high school. What favorite sport or extracurricular activity were you involved in? Um, so I was a nerd. <laughs> And uh, I I did a lot of art in addition to my STEM studies. But, you know, my extracurricular activity included dancing. Uh, I was on a dance team and uh, as well as fine arts. So I painted. In fact, I think I spent so much time painting um, and sculpting. I uh, I often forgot to eat dinner, skipped meals. Because I was in the studio. Yeah, I love that. Wow, awesome. quite the Renaissance woman. That's fantastic. Um, next question seems silly, so I didn't write it. It's Jamie's fault. But uh, what was your <laughs> first car? And uh, you know, did it actually br- drive well, or did it break down? Every- We're trying to get like Jezebel High School in our heads. You know, like, <laughs> oh, oh my god, um, I didn't learn how to drive until I was in my very early 20s because I moved to the States when I was 17. And Mm -hmm. so I, you know, I learned to drive and later, but um, my first, my first car was a Volkswagen Jetta. I, it's red and it was a Wolfsburg edition. I remember clearly, Um, but uh, man, that was a cute little car and I drove it, um, not that much, to be honest. <laughs> I lived across the street from the office, and 
for the convenience. So I, you know, it was actually, I have to drive four and a half blocks because all the streets were one way to park in the employee parking lot when I lived one right. block from the office and I could just walk. So it's actually faster to walk from my apartment to the office than from the parking lot, the employee parking lot to the office. So I never drove to work. <laughs> and more green. So you were thinking green even yes. back then. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and what is, uh, last question, what is your biggest inspiration and why? Or who? Who is your Ooh. biggest inspiration and why? <clears throat> oh. Mm. And you can't no, say Evan This Christel. is a funny one. <laughs> <laughs> Evan, since you're in Worcester, I was going to say maybe we should catch up in person at some point come back, come into the ConnectBase office and, you know. I, I've been there once. Too. I would love to get an update. This was like years and years ago, so I'm sure you've, you've grown by orders of magnitude. But, yes, absolutely. That, that sounds like a blast. And, um, yeah, thanks so much for joining us for this short chat. Wait, wait, uh, wait, wait. I, mean, wait. Jamie, I, need her, I need to know her biggest inspiration. I, yes. So oh. I was going to tell you my – well, my – Biggest inspiration, uh, this is going to be a funny one, is uh, Lucille Ball. And <gasps> I love that one. She <laughs> so, was awesome. Um, yeah. She absolutely was awesome, and she's a pioneer. Um, but in a very lighthearted way, um, she, you know, engaged her audience. And she was one of the first women to run a studio of her own. Um, so, you know, I, I like to think that as a pioneer in telecommunications that um, I'm following her footsteps and if nothing else, it brings laughs, laughter uh, and lightness into people's lives. That was oh, probably so, so the best answer I've ever heard to that question. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yes, you don't you don't hear that often. She she overcame a lot of adversity, I I think, a lot of abuse, physical, mental abuse, and Hollywood was terrible for for women. So that's uh, quite a a story she has. So wow, really great. Well, I I I thank you for being here. I mean, Jamie had mentioned before the show started that Jezebel Gilmore is a rock star, and I thought, oh, (laughs) you know, Jamie's in PR. She says she says this a lot. But uh, <laughs> no, you actually, you actually are a rock star. So uh, mm-hmm. I think oh, uh, I, you got true, true, <laughs> so, so kind, so <laughs> kind. But go on, go on, <laughs> go on, go on. <laughs> <Don't stop. laughs> uh, yes, uh, you are certainly uh, some of. Um, I know our next generation of. Uh, uh, women and men coming into our industry, you, uh, you are their biggest inspiration, and uh, we are just so excited and honored to have you here on Data Movers. We so appreciate your time, your insight, a little peek into your high school years. I could just see you, like, you know, working the clay, doing the oils, and just <laughs> awesome. So thank you so much, Jezebel. Well, thank you, and thank you both for having me. And I just want to say that I... I am truly honored to be here. Um, and I love having the ability to influence the next generation. And because I was influenced by so many and I was supported by so many. And I think the 
my love for the telecommunications industry and my love for collaboration uh, stems from the support that I received early on in my career. And if, even if I can do that for just one person to help shape their life, um, it's, um, it means that I've done something um, impactful today. So, and thank you for having me here for that. And as you have, and we so appreciate you. And guys, if you enjoyed today's Data Movers podcast as much as we all have, be sure to check us out at jsa.net slash podcast for upcoming Data Movers episodes uh, and also other JSA podcast series. And follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn. Twitter's Dave Scotto, Evan Christel, and we'll catch you there. As always, guys, stay safe, happy travels, and happy networking.